Welcome to the CFG Gamecast episode 20, a weekly podcast created by gamers and streamers alike to discuss the latest gaming topics from the previous week. We record on Saturdays and Sundays and release on Mondays on platforms like Google, Apple, Stitcher Radio, and Podbean. Uh, with us today, we've got a special guest, uh, Tashir Games. Our man is joining us. We've got our girl Flexus flexing all over the place, kicking butts, doing all the Chun-Li things. Thank you guys so much for being here. <laughs> We appreciate like it. That. Yes, yes. Make sure you go and and follow them on their on their uh, Twitches, their Twitters, all the socials, all the good things. We appreciate you guys being here. Uh, let's start with uh, Flex real quick. What have you been up to? Good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, thanks. I'm always happy to be here among you beautiful people. Uh, lately, I've just been playing games and doing my streams. Uh, I've got Ladies Night coming up, so shout out to Ladies Night uh, on Twitter. And then I'll be doing some streams and hopefully a giveaway to giveaway soon for uh, alongside with Dynamic Focus. That's going to be some fun wow. times. Nice. But I think later on today, I'll be hosting a lobby. I haven't decided if it's going to be Tekken or Street Fighter yet. But oh. uh, yeah, otherwise, just enjoying life. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that. And I know that you guys have been, uh, you grind out with the uh, doing open lobbies and really involved in that, f- uh, the fighting community and whatnot. So it's awesome being able to, you know, see that and have that representation because I'm not very familiar with the fighting game community, but I know that it's a huge community. Um, so good on you. Go go check out her, her, her socials. <laughs> go check out her Twitch. Go catch her live. You said you're going to be live today with uh, open lobbies? Yes, I will be. I haven't decided yet if I'll do Tekken 7 or Street Fighter 5, so uh, you'll just have to sit on the edge of your seat and wait it I out. I just happen to have both of those. Ooh. Ooh, all right. Maybe we'll, we'll all get Ooh. together after. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and with us, that deep, sexy, chocolate voice that you hear is our man, Tashi. Wait a minute. Games. His voice is deeper than mine. <laughs> 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 Taj, how are you, my friend, man? Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, tell us, tell us a little, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your stream, uh, what you do, uh, IRL, and stuff like that. Uh, hello, everybody. My name is Tashir Rissay, uh, aka Tashir Games. Uh, I am a musician. I am a streamer, voiceover artist, uh, several things that I do. And you've got to throw a wrestling fan in there as well. Um, I've been streaming on Twitch. Well, full time. I've been streaming on Twitch for it will be two years coming up in January. Oh. I'm a, a variety streamer. I do a lot of story based stuff, but I do like uh, shooters, first and third person. I like fighting games. So. Myself and Flex has got to get something in one day. I'm going to have her, you know, beat me because I'm not great. But I play I play a little bit of everything. I'm Monday through Friday. I get that that midday uh, stream. in, so I'm normally 12 to five, sometimes a little bit later. EST. Uh, feel, th- feel free to come through if you like. Uh, but yeah, yeah, happy. to. I'm, I'm a fan of Smitty's. I've been following him for a little while and we just happened to get cool. He brought me to the show, and I'm greatly appreciative. So thank you for that, and shout out to uh, Davis as well. And uh, um, why am I missing her name right now? Oh, god dang it! What am I missing? Uh, 
and you're just gonna let me sit here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> we gotta keep it rolling, man. Remember, we professionals, just, dog. Just, right, right, right. But I just, I just blanked out on on uh, the other the other partner's name. Oh God, review stash, review stash. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was blanking yeah. on her name. And, and, and it's it's been nice <laughs> too because we've been able to have uh we've we've been able to have Naughty Nimbus. Uh, you know, Flex has been with us, Sesh. Uh, so we're definitely looking to to bring more people on, bring some different people on, uh, and and get a little nice little rotation and people because there's so many different people uh that are in different aspects of gaming or you know what I mean or they play sure. particular games or they do particular things. So it's great having uh those different perspectives. Uh, as for myself, it, it was. It was a short week. It was a busy week at work. Uh, I am I am dog ass tired. Uh, but we're here. We, we are <laughs> we are doing the things. It's been fantastic. I'm super excited. Uh, again, this is episode 20. Uh, I can't believe that we're already at episode 20, number one. Uh, and and as you can tell, uh, Davis is out. He's he is in Japan. He is living the life, doing all the things. So uh, Davis, when you check this out, good to see you. Uh, I hope you're enjoying our voices, and I hope you're. Join Japan and shout out and shout out to my partner uh, Jay Bishop that they're supposed to be linking up this weekend. He's out in, in Japan as well. Oh, no kidding! Oh, fun. that is awesome. Yeah, so they're supposed they're supposed to be hanging out this weekend. Yeah, he's Mister International for sure. That's what's up. That's that's <laughs> legit though. That's legit though. So let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, like we were talking about, we've got some great topics today. Uh, as we typically do, uh, we're going to start off with our guest, Tash. Uh, tell us, what, what do you have? What is on your mind? What topic are you bringing today? So here's the thing. You know, uh, all three of us here, we're all huge streamers on Twitch. We have millions of followers and subs and Mixer is at our door every day trying to get us over there. So... <laughs> Before we take that next step and get that ninja check, uh, I wanted to ask, what are what are your gaming origins? What got you into gaming? And this is for the chat as well. Uh, what got you into gaming? What was your first system? What's your favorite game? And even what's your worst gaming experience? <laughs> Go for it, Flex. All right. Um, gosh, my gaming origins, because I've been I grew up as a gamer. And it's interesting because my parents were never uh, anybody that like played games. They weren't technologically savvy, so I very much got into it on my own. And my first nice. system was a Nintendo 64, <clears throat> and I was far really? too young to be playing the games that I did. I uh, I had a, what was it, Rampage, you know, with the, the monsters that yeah. go and they climb the buildings and they'll attack and stuff like that. So that was my first game I ever played, and from there I like fell in and out of gaming up until probably about grade school when I got really involved and I got my PlayStation 2. And I mean, mm. that that game or that system still to this day, like held on to my heart because I just played all my favorite games on there. Um, and I think that was really the start of my love for like RPGs and for gaming as a whole. But Nice. I think my love has expanded and grown outside of that. Now I'm a PC gamer and I, I kind of strayed away from consoles just because I like the um, diversity and the availability of gaming within the, the PC realm. <coughs> and it actually led me to fall in love with my favorite game, which not a lot of people love. But with the amount of time I've played in it, the, the origins of it, and uh, just a little bit of everything about it that I really enjoy. 
My favorite game is Overwatch, mm. actually. <laughs> what? Uh, which not a lot of people would pick. Yeah, my favorite game very out of all games <laughs> is, uh, is Overwatch. Yeah. I mean, I, ca- I, I have a couple other ones that I pick for RPGs and stuff like that. But I think overall, in total, like, if I had to pick a number one, it'd be Overwatch. Wow. So. I, how did I not? I didn't even know that you played Overwatch. How have we not played Overwatch together? I think we've only played like once or twice. But yeah, I used to play all the time back back before my fighting game career. I uh, I wanted to be like a pro Overwatch player. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. I, I, but, uh, I think. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. No, no, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say to kind of segue off that though. Um, PC gaming has also brought me a lot of heartbreak and a lot of upset and you know a lot of people would think that my least favorite game or one of my worst gaming experiences would be like fallout 76 uh i i actually did not bad of a time with that however looking at my my library as it stands right now oh man i don't know if i played any truly bad games or maybe just games that like didn't have attention um and honestly like that would probably be more on the realm of like like shooter games like very like csgo style games and it's not that they're bad games mm-hmm. as a whole but i just found enjoyment out of it it's also because i'm very good at them <laughs> right. mm-hmm. damn that's yeah that that's interesting that is interesting and I figure too, with you being, you know, so much in the uh, the fighting game They're community, the fighting that game. I'm fighting. <laughs> Overwatch. <laughs> yeah. He goes and drops over here in Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. That is I, awesome. Like, I, I've grew like since Overwatch came out. I play, I used to play nonstop, and you know, I've kind of fallen out of it a little bit. I only play with friends, but the time and energy and money that I put into it and the merchandise, and I just like. I love the origins behind each character and they, they like resonate with me so well, especially like, you know, Diva is female gamer turned like badass. Right. <laughs> so. That's, that's one thing I, when you brought that up about as far as the origins and whatnot, that's one thing I really enjoyed. I'm not a, I've played Overwatch. I like it. I can't play it every day. But one thing I really enjoy about it is what Blizzard has done as far as the, the origin stories and the, the, the films or the movies that they made for right. each character. That's really dope mm-hmm. how, they, how they've done that. And yeah, it does bring you in when you can actually see everyone's backstory and kind of attach yourself to someone based on whatever it is. Well, and so I, think, I, I do really oh, yeah. enjoy and, that. And I think that's part of why it makes it so uh, so just alluring and so many people like it because it's not just like a, a shooter or you know what I mean you you have these these intense backstories you've had uh comic they've done comic books uh the the short films and everything like I would love to see a an Overwatch movie I think that would be amazing keep it animated oh, you know yeah. what I mean like that that would I, w- I would pay yes. to go see that that would be freaking amazing oh like, I would too yeah and and like you like legitimately get invested uh in these characters and their backstories and i think that's part of why the game is so popular yeah Yeah. and i think what's really neat too about uh to to not go on too much of a tangent but to say the one thing i really love about overwatch and the whole like kind of culture around overwatch is the fact that they have like overwatch league 
which is like the pro football version of like video games. And I think that's so cool. It's like for the first time, I feel like I'm watching a sports game that I actually enjoy watching. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So so for me, I and and I'm older. I'm I'm older. <laughs> I started, <laughs> Shut up, Smitty. <laughs> I started out with a Commodore 64. That is where. Oh. Hey. Yeah. Hey, that now, is where I started. Talking about Dude, hold on. Speaking of which. Oh, oh no, no, you're not about to pull that no. out. I totally have. I have a Commodore. I have a Commodore. I, I need to see if I can actually get it running, uh, but I was able to obtain one. Nice. But yeah, we started out on a Commodore 64 uh, as far as with gaming, and then it was not too long after that that we got a Nintendo. So I was always on Nintendo. My brother was always uh, a, uh, um, what the hell is it, Sega guy. Uh, so, you know, Nintendo, uh, Super Nintendo, uh, 64, We I had a Game Gear at one point. Point. I never had a Game Boy though. Um, then I went to PlayStation. I went from that to PlayStation, uh, and then went through all the PlayStation iterations and stuff like that. I did. I, I did start out PC gaming even after uh, um, uh, getting the Nintendo and after the Commodore because my dad would game a lot uh, on PC. So you know, Mech Warrior, old school Doom, uh, all that, all all the classics and whatnot. So I've I've very much been. Uh, a part of gaming uh, since I can really remember. It's always been something that uh, I've done. I've had spurts where I didn't play much like in college or like towards the end of high school, but then I really got into it when I moved back out here to Vegas. Um, I end up at one point in time, we were talking about this last night, I um, I end up joining a COD clan and that's what really ruined my life. <laughs> because <laughs> I got I got super deep. I got super deep in, in into the clan and playing the games. Like I stopped going out like that was and, and I was broke too right? I, I just moved out to Vegas I didn't have a lot of money so it's like what am I going to do I'm going to grab a 12 pack of Keystone and and you know sit there and, and drink and play video games all night that's what I'm going to do that's like, that, you know and I still do it the starter kit <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that is, you know, gaming has always been a a big part uh, of my life. I love it. I think it's uh, fantastic that it's getting bigger. It's growing. Um, you know, you're seeing, I mean, even with live streams, people that are podcasting, I think when things became uh, a lot more consumer friendly, uh, not only, I mean, like everything, think about it, like they have editing software now, that, now that's free. Uh, the internet has just completely, you know, made this a way more viable thing that people are doing, making careers out of. I mean, you know, there's people that are that are playing video games and and making a living, <coughs> making well over a living playing video yeah, games. Yeah, that's yeah, that's my intro. Yeah, all three of us, we're 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 there right, with those people. right, exactly, we're exactly. <laughs> so we get yeah, we're making like a million dollars an episode. If you guys didn't know, full disclosure. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I I, I love. I love it. And, and I'd have to say, uh, and and it's my, my, probably one of my all time. I have, so I have a couple of all time favorites, uh, Metal Gear Solid, uh, or the Metal Gear, not Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, but the Metal Gear series, uh, in general is, is freaking amazing. The story has always been amazing. The gameplay, everything about it. I've always like, again, we're talking about these games that really, you know, get you, they, they did, they just, 
the story is so good. Like you, you start just really empathizing with the characters and, and they become a part of your life almost like, Oh man, snake, like what, what, what is going on? You know? Uh, and I think any, anytime somebody can tell a story like that, um, you know what I mean? Is, is amazing. Whether it be through music, through, you know, visual art, uh, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all about creating and creatives and seeing other people's work. It's so inspiring. Uh, but that, that game series is just awesome. And then just like a fun, fun series. I've always loved the Mario Kart series. I remember, remember my brother and oh, I yeah. this is fantastic wow. yeah my brother and I would play on uh, the original one came out on uh, Super Nintendo and we would play and I remember having a big CRT TV and uh, we would record I we recorded through a tape I know you guys don't know what that is but we used to have these things called VCRs <laughs> <laughs> we would record it and like we'd, we'd be like casting and stuff like that like dude like I've been oh. doing it forever man like I love it so I've, I will always be I will always be a Mario Kart fan and then of course the Metal Gear stuff uh, 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 series as well. Uh, least favorite mm. experience is probably going to be, uh, oh man, I don't know. I don't know. That is a, uh, that is uh, a tough one. I, you know, kind of like uh, flex is saying it's, it's hard to really pinpoint one. And like, obviously the, the most recent thing is wanting, you know, wants to come to mind. Um, but I, I, I think one of the most unsatisfying things for me and, I, and and it's completely had a turnaround uh i would have to say is uh i mean again it's it's no i'm sorry i was going to talk about uh, no man's sky because that release uh was so underwhelming for me uh it, it it just you know i had i was on a road trip from new york back to vegas and i took my playstation out because i knew it was dropping i was like i'm gonna play i know it's gonna be on hotel wi-fi but we're getting it in i don't care it's coming out uh, <laughs> you know, we got in there, we were able to do it. And like after an hour, I was just like, this is boring, man. Like there's nobody around. Where's the people? It's so lonely. You know, I mean, we got this huge universe and, and it's just me, you know, and, and these, uh, uh, the AI. So that was pretty underwhelming. And then of course, Anthem, Anthem's just the one that just, it, it just, that's just, I want to love that game so much. I want to love that game so much, and I can't. I just can't. It's not there. I hope they're able to do a No Man's Sky uh, thing where they come back with a vengeance, and they and they bring everything, and, and there's a lot more content and a lot more loot. Don't be a looter shooter and not have very much loot. You know what I mean? Like, that is yeah. that is so uh, it's upsetting. It is. It is. You know, we've talked about it. You know, I'm a loot sleut. Yeah. I am a loot sleut. Like, give me my loot. Right. Right. <laughs> I was going to ask, let's sidestep for a little bit with uh, Anthem. Do you think there's a true possibility they could be a No Man's Sky? Give them a year. Give them two, possibly. I'm an optimist. So I will always be like, yeah, there's the possibility. It really depends on what they're. I mean, I think the first step is having a roadmap again. You don't even have a roadmap. Right. That that tells me right there, you guys have no idea what the hell is going on. You guys, you know, that either means that you guys are, are just keeping it secret and doing things, which that's fine. That's cool. Like, you know, kind of just like that one dude from uh from Hello Games, he straight up ghosted people and then came back when he had oh, yeah. something to talk about, you know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it's it's weird. We haven't seen it yet. But when you think about the two teams that are involved with the two, the two talks of EA games right now, you're talking about uh, the uh, Titanfall team that's working on the new Star Wars game that's coming out, which I it looks really good, even though we haven't seen much. But I think they're hiding, you know, stuff for spoilers. Right. But I think realistically, they should have switched. They should be on <laughs> each other's project. 
I take nothing away from uh from Bioware because I really enjoy Anthem. But then once I did finish it, finish the main story, I got to the end. I was like, okay, I understand now, and I really haven't played it since. However, I think they if if EA quits doing EA and lets them do what they have to do, I think it can be a no man's sky. Yeah, I I I agree. I agree. I hope it is. I'm I'm hoping that it is because I went all in on that game. Uh, and I remember, too, the, the thing that hurts the most is this is when I remember them announcing this. This is when Destiny, uh, Vanilla Destiny was out. And, uh, you know, that was kind of getting it got into a weird, bad place there. And I remember them talking about that. And I was like, oh, that game sounds amazing. You know, seven, eight years later, uh, here it is. And it's like, this is all you guys. You guys had seven or eight years to do all kinds of stuff with this game and you know we've seen some of the behind it the behind the scenes things and you know there's always weird weird uh stuff i feel like that happened behind the scenes that we don't really we're not really privy to on the on the external side or on our side of things which sucks because i think we should be able to at least know some of these things that are going on because that's going to change my mind on whether i'm going to throw you know three hundred dollars at this game or wait a second you're telling me that they didn't even really start developing anything until about uh, eight months out or you know you know what i mean like it's like come on now that's withholding uh, information that uh, I think people could use. So I again, I'm, I'm I, I'd like to be optimistic about it, and I hope it does get to a good place because pl- actually playing the game is fun. There's just not enough to do, and there's not enough uh, there's not enough meat uh, to the the whole experience. You know. I was gonna say I agree. Uh, I agree. to segue on that, uh, Tash. What is, what what about you? You know, where where were your your roots with gaming? What is your favorites? What oh, are things God. that you wish would uh, be dropped off and forgotten forever? Right. Well, uh, if, if if you notice this garbage on the bottom of my chin, uh, you will see that I I got a few years on this earth. Uh, my my first system was uh, the Atari twenty six hundred. Oh. Went from the wood. The wood grain version to the black and silver version. Once that one died, once the the old one died, then into eight uh, bit Nintendo, uh, SNES. Where from there? Uh, Sixty four, PlayStation one, PlayStation two. I never had an Xbox. Uh, I had the GameCube. Yeah, after after GameCube and PlayStation two, I ended up uh, taking a few years off getting other stuff done but ended up getting into pc by accident that's the crazy (laughs) part about getting into pc because you know again i do music and i do uh content creation for my website and for youtube and stuff like that and i went to i built a computer strictly for like video editing and stuff like that and uh, i was told to get a gpu you know uh, uh nvidia that's going to help you actually process the video. So I go, I pick up this, this GPU. And <laughs> next thing I know, I, it has a thing where I can get a, uh, uh, Batman Arkham city was free with it. And I hadn't played games in years, but you had to register it through steam. I'm like, all right, cool. No problem. I'll check it out. Uh, next thing I know, here it is. Uh, what? Seven years later, <laughs> I have a huge steam library. Uh, and all over different <laughs> platforms, all for you play and good God, it's ridiculous. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm PC for life at this moment. I don't own any more consoles. Uh, not that I have anything against consoles because I own. Oh, I did own a Game Boy too. It's many. 
something. Oh, you're, nice. You're not a real gamer. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I am. So, Sydney, you're the You're not a real gamer, man. <laughs> well, well, you know what? I never owned a Sega console, so I don't know what that says about me. Nah, Sega's all right. Hey. <laughs> But uh, uh, my absolute favorite game, even though I'm a PC gamer and I played some incredible games, I just finished Shadow Warrior yesterday. That was a great game. Um, but my absolute favorite game of all time may surprise you. Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past. Yes. That's my number one. Yes. My number one. That's a great game. That's a great series. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I haven't played anything it's, past Wind Waker, to be honest, because I, I I don't really get into uh, Nintendo consoles anymore. I wish they would, you know, give me a box that connects to my TV and I can actually go <laughs> play virtual console. Quit playing with me, Nintendo. Right. I, I can't I can't say Reggie anymore because I can't say Reggie because Reggie's gone. But uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past is my absolute favorite game of all time. I played it so many times when I was on Super Nintendo. It was ridiculous. Uh, If I have to pick a bad experience. So I just said, you know, my first console was the Atari 2600. And this is uh, 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 what's the word? Retroactive. uh, History changing history. Revisionist history. That's what I want to say. I'm actually old enough to where I played E.T. And I didn't realize until years later how crap of a game E.T. was. (laughs) God damn. I look back now like, God damn, that game was garbage. (laughs) No wonder it's in the damn landfill. (laughs) Like, what did you do? What did you do in that game? Like. Like you were trying to get home or the whole so yeah, it was yeah, it was it was it was very similar to the movie where you had to go find the different pieces of the phone and then you had to call your people and wait for them and dodge the FBI or whatever. Yeah, that was fun. That is amazing. That is amazing. Oh man. <laughs> that did you know that reminded me though, because like really truly my worst gaming experience would have to be when my brother erased my Final Fantasy Seven save point. Oh. Uh, he was so salty because oh, no. somehow his got erased and he thought it was me, so he went in and erased mine. I've never finished oh, Final no. Fantasy Seven. Oh. That's why I'm excited for the remake. Oh. Yeah. So it'll be like doing the story all over oh, and I know, you know what I mean, not like the no. same as before, but yeah. I, I couldn't do it. Like I, I was so deep, and you remember that thing was like on four discs. Uh, it was a huge game. It was a huge game. How far and were you? Erased it, huh? I could. I, mm, How far were you? I have no idea. I mean, I was. I felt like I was pretty deep. Uh, in the game, like I was well, like you know what I mean, like level up and stuff like that. And he went and erased my uh, my save point, man. So that that by far, I'll never forget that. I'll never forgive him for that. <laughs> <I'm playing. laughs> that sucks. You know what? That brings up another. I guess you could say worst gaming experience when I was playing uh, PlayStation the, the original, and I had Tomb Raider two, I think it was, and I accidentally saved as Lara was falling off off of a cliff and every time oh, it reloaded no. it was her falling off the cliff i couldn't do anything so. oh my god yeah, yeah that's, i've that's, seen that that's, happen before. that's a terrible gaming experience <laughs> oh man oh that's now, crazy. Uh, i was gonna say 
Speaking of uh, terrible experiences or necessarily terrible gaming news, do we want to shift over mm. into the absolutely. next topic? Absolutely. That is a good What segue. a transition. <laughs> oh, yeah. Super smooth. <laughs> um, so I'm going to take you guys back real quick. Uh, back to E3, the, this previous E3. So if you remember, there's a lot of memorable moments, and we had a uh, Tango GameWorks first new project since Evil Within Two, uh, Ghostwire mm. Tokyo. Uh, they said it would be an action adventure game in which you'll fight paranormal enemies and rid them of supernatural evil. After giving an introduction, Mikami handed the stage to Ghostwire's creative director Ikumi Nakamura to tell us more about the studio's next thriller. Now I'm not here to talk so much about the game. Though it is pretty exciting. Instead, I want to talk about the creative director of the game, Ghostwire, uh, Ikumi Nakamura. So, we all know she stole the show at E3 and left a memorable performance mm. at Words. She, she's known for being very wholesome, and we all fell in love with her as she came on stage. Uh, however, Nakamura stated that she's leaving Tango Gameworks and Bethesda slash Namak. Um, as said in a recent post on her LinkedIn and Twitter profiles, Nakamura left the following message and revealed that she has departed the game developer Tango Gameworks. Uh, she stated, After nine years as creative director and art director at Tango and Zenimax, I felt here is one of the things. I learned from the talented people I've worked with and I respect them. I do not want to forget appreciation and respect to everything. For several years, I've been doing my best to create the Ghostwire Tokyo, which I felt like my child. Um, she is the lead art designer for both The Evil Within and The Evil Within 2. She's worked uh, on Bayonetta with Platinum Games and Okami with Capcom. So she's pretty well-versed in uh, the gaming realm as far as the, like create, uh, creating games and such goes. So, and this game, she left the the uh, the production of it pretty soon after the game was getting announced. Um, but wow. it's not uncommon for creative directors to leave their positions before their project launches. Uh, another couple examples include Sebastian, uh, Sep I think it's Stepien, uh, who left CD Projekt Red as the creative director of Cyberpunk 2077, which we're all very uh, excited for, and oh Tim boy. Longo, who left 343 Industries, having worked on Halo Infinite. So it's uh, it's put it's in an interesting position. The the game Ghostwire, um, because their creative director <laughs> left. But there is rumor that she's going to be moving on to bigger and better things, although we don't know what, and she hasn't quite released anything yet. But uh, I kind of wanted to bring her bring her back just to talk about her and, you know, talk about, like, what it means to be in the industry and uh, especially in a position like that and having, like, I don't want to say faithfulness to, like, one specific company or one specific game type, but, you know, having, like... Um, I guess like consistently working with them. I'm trying to think of the word for it. I can't think of it off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. No, I think, yeah. And yeah, she was. But, uh, Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. All you. I, I, that's a really odd thing. And let me ask you this, Flexus. Um, do you. Well, maybe I'm. I'm just gonna get your your uh, response on it. Do you think it's 
it's still hard on ladies in this industry or in these these different industries that's mostly uh, male. And then you have a female that that actually rises up and does great things, gets attention. And it seems like this isn't the first time this has happened. Uh, I can't think of the lady's name that was running the Star Wars thing over at EA and they left. And she's, you know, she she did uh, Uncharted, if I'm not mistaken, and a couple of other really big games. But do you think that it could be the fact that it's still the old boys club, even though things are changing, that that could have been one of the reasons that she ended up leaving? I think, you know, it's hard to say if it was due to like the popularity she was gaining and, you know, something similar to that. Or if it was maybe because she was getting signed to other projects. I I definitely... It's hard to say if there's foul play involved because, you know, you want to think the best of those kind of situations, but it's not uncommon either for women in the industry that hold such like higher powers, um, mm-hmm. you know, to, I don't want to say get bullied, but be like, feel the pressure of those positions. And um, I know too, with like certain, I don't want to say certain industries because I work in IT on my day job, uh, but you know, you definitely feel a, a, a level of pressure and there is still somewhat of a stigma about women in in male dominated industries that you were continuously trying to combat and it's getting better and better so i guess simple answer potentially long answer it's hard to say <laughs> right right yeah and 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 hearing that though and this seems to be something that's kind of typical too with the creative directors leaving and moving on to uh different projects and stuff like that i think it's just and again you know it could be it could be people just you know reading into it a little more than what it is because it seems like it might be more of an industry industry standard uh to where you get to a certain point and it's like i'm no longer needed here uh i've got other projects that i'm starting or we're working on and stuff like that so now i'm going to take my attention you guys got this and move it over here right uh which is nice yeah. too because that you know what i mean again you and that's how it should be you get to a point where you know hey my job is done uh you guys are just now on the execution phase making sure that the technical things on that end are are working uh so it's it's nice i'm, I'm excited to see well th- but the crazy thing about that too is that she was there for nine years right yeah she was there for a very long time i was like i that so, seems- so it- yeah, because she worked on two other games. She worked on The Evil Within 1 and 2. Right, so. right. So she, I mean, that's some longevity, in, especially in that area where she could have already uh, gone somewhere else, uh, potentially. So I think it's... Um, I think it's it's kind of nice. And, you know, change is always nice like that, too. Maybe she's just ready oh, yeah. to break out a little bit, do some more, you know what I mean? See what kind of, you know, it's basically she, you know, maybe put herself in the, in the free agency or something like that. Hey, I'm available mm-hmm. for work. Holla at your girl. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it, I guess there's not room for loyalties uh, when in that kind of industry because you want to go where the money is. I mean, again, right. we'll bring up uh no man's sky real briefly you know that didn't the company like go out of business or something similar to that like the company definitely tanked and i imagine there's a lot of developers or people that didn't stick around because of that uh you know with any job with any workplace you want to go where the money is so maybe uh she found projects that paid better and she found places that have more opportunity or maybe she she found somebody that uh let her stretch out her creative fingers a little more so she could you know, really 
I guess, experiment with different gaming ideals and uh, right. artwork and things like I, that. I, so. I honestly hope that's the situation. I, I would hate that, you know, as we were saying, she possibly got bullied or pushed out because she, yeah. was, she I mean, was getting too popular or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, like, it it wouldn't be unheard of, I guess, if that ended up being the case. But we all want to think the best of the industry and we all want to think the best of the people in the industry. And, of course, none of us want to see any harm get done to her because she's like, she's so great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was super. She was super sweet. She was super sweet on there. It was, that was such a she's such a. I don't know. You just get, you know, there's some people that you just like get an instant connection with and you can kind of tell like what their energy is all about and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, yeah, you're just, right. yeah, you're like me. Yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> right. But I well, am excited. Thing, you know, that's, you know, I follow, I follow people in different industries, be it wrestling or acting or whatever. And I'm not one of those people that just follow people because they are famous or whatever. I follow people because I like them as a person. I've seen them in an interview and it made sense like what who they are what they are about and who they are. It's like, okay, I can connect to you. That's that's, that's why I'm here, you know, with Smitty. No, absolutely. Well, <laughs> well, the thing about that too, and that's kind of that was like something that was always kind of perplexing uh, for a while for me, as far as what was the allure. I remember when I first got into Twitch, and I was just like, I don't understand it. Let me go and watch and see. And I was like, I don't understand why somebody would watch somebody play games. I'd rather just play the games, you know. And then right. you know, I started going to streams. I started watching, and I was just like, wait a second, man. I was like, I was like, I don't even really care what game they're playing. Like, I'm here to hang out with people and. and and, you know, yeah. I like this person's personality or they got, you know, there's a lot of good people in the community and stuff like that. Like that's when it clicked for me. I was just like, oh, dude, like social media and this and that we're supposed to be, you know, it's not just like a bunch of one liners and, you know, hot takes and, and getting likes and, and exactly. stuff like that. It's a tool to actually connect with people and, and be able to communicate no matter where you are in the world. I mean, I, you know, we've got friends all over the world, uh, you know, just because of, of social media or Twitch or the Internet uh, in general. I remember the time when there was no internet you know what i mean i'm looking at my man tatcher because i know he knows <laughs> you know but that, that you this know. is for the people that's been down since day one yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i you know it, it's it's crazy again with this situation though i think this is more of a standard uh it seems like something that's standard uh, it doesn't seem like there's any kind of like uh you know because it would be kind of random you know what i mean for all of a sudden them to like be like hey you know force a firing or force her to, to resign or go somewhere else. I think this is something that she's yeah. solely uh, going off of, especially after uh, the you know the popularity and and some of that recognition uh, that she's gotten. Why not open up for free agency? See what's out there. People, you oh, know, yeah. that's the time. That's the time exactly. to do that stuff. You know, she she put nine years uh, with this company, developing games and and, and working with them. Uh, you know, it's it's nice to see that she's able to uh, what it seems like uh, spread her wings and. Uh, see what's out there what else is out there for her creatively so kudos to her yeah and i'm excited to see what uh what work she gets involved with in the future so i'll definitely be keeping an eye on her name yeah absolutely absolutely so (laughs) for me for me speaking of 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 just keeping an eye on something i'm always keeping my eye on ea you know we always got to go back to ea because i'm a trash human being (laughs) so (laughs) 
<laughs> this is fantastic, by the way. Um, EA. So EA received a world record. EA got a world record, but not a world record that you would really want. Uh, EA received a Guinness <laughs> World Record oh, for boy. most downvoted comment in Reddit history. <laughs> oh, <no>. Yes. <laughs> It's like yes. EA just can't get out of their own oh. way, man. They cannot get out of their own way. Let me read a little bit here. Back in 2017, EA was dealing with the mess that was Star Wars Battlefront 2. I think we're all familiar with that. I'm still salty about that. And it's hated loot boxes. During that time, an unknown community manager, manager used the official EA community team Reddit account to respond to a complaint about unlocking characters. That was his first mistake. Uh, over 600K downvotes in two years later, EA's oh infamous comment has officially earned a Guinness World Record. The the record oh, was spotted yeah. by Reddit user Amasa, uh, who posted a photo from the Guinness World Record book for 2020 showcasing the record on the Star Wars subreddit. The post has racked up over 80k upvotes. Gosh, dang. Oh, man. EA, EA can't... Uh, <laughs> What what are they doing? What are they doing? Like seriously, like why why are they? Because remember when EA like I was excited to see EA on an opening logo as you you're playing a new game. You know what I mean? You knew it was oh, gonna yeah. be fire. It's in the game, yeah, exactly. EA yeah, that was exactly my thought. <laughs> you know that that yeah. was, that used to excite people. Like how did they? What changed to make them just so so just hated by everybody? Yeah, that money. Nah, NT NT money. man from the stream is is one hundred percent correct. It, I think it is all yeah. about that money and and that greed and that need and that one. Again, they became they became so big and and corporate that you know all of a sudden it, it stopped being about the game. It's no longer in the game. You know what I mean? It's in their pockets, and that's our money <laughs> in their pockets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Bruh. my gosh! Oh my I thought this was. I mean, no, again. I think- <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, no, I think that's absolutely right. I think, you know, they're out of touch with what the whole premise was in the first place that they were meant for for gamers, you know, get in the game now, like Smitty says, (laughs) get in our pockets. I think, yeah, they're out of touch. They have a focus on money. And uh, they're, they're they're, we're we're a critical bunch. We we don't take bullshit as a, a group of gamers. So when we see stuff like that, we... Yeah, they they're gonna have to bite the bullet and accept that they made a mistake because of it. Yeah, but will they? And uh, clearly, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> we'll we'll see if uh, you know that they meet the hubris. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They don't care. <laughs> they don't care. I could. You know what I mean? And you're and kid kid from the stream is exactly right. It's in the shareholders' quarterly reports. That's where it's really at. And right. that's who you know what I mean. That's what it's all. Oh, it's yeah. all about that bottom line. Uh, so it's no longer about the gamers. I feel you know they're cranking out. You know they they'll come out with these games. But I mean, I mean, even look at. I mean, again, let's go back to Anthem for a second. How are you going to let a game like that release? You know what I mean? It's it's just all about that money and that bottom line. Absolutely. I don't think they they said surprise mechanics, man. They said surprise mechanics. Like, come on, man. Yeah, that is that's how you get around. <laughs> let's 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 invent some garbage that it means the exact same thing, but. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's and, exactly what that was. And it, yeah, like oh, every man. game that's out for them, I feel is just riddled with microtransactions and and you know little this and that. But it's become such a common thing now, uh, and, and all the games are doing stuff similar to that. So like the model has changed; it has absolutely changed, and we literally witnessed it from going to hey, when you get a game, that's the game. It's a full one hundred percent game. There's not going to be any any kind of DLCs or anything like that. You get the full game. You paid one price. Now it's like hey pay this price but also get the year pass but don't forget about them sexy skins don't forget about the weapon skins don't forget about the uh, you know we got this other currency to get real life stuff oh you need art hey we got that go to our store we're EA give us your money give me your wallet sucker but you, you know, know what <laughs> but you know what let me let me just say this real quick and necessarily in defense but as someone who has you know toured you know when I was a rapper and and had my own merch and stuff like that. It's about selling all the extra stuff, all the the full experience. I'm not opposed to DLC and skins and stuff like that. It's the it's it's the other garbage. Like okay, let's let's slightly pivot to another company is doing similar things. 2K, 2K has the thing now where they have they, a literal slot machine in uh in in the 2K20. And they try to play it off as if it's something else. It's like, when did, when did this become a part of the game? You know, basketball is a ball. You're on the court. Y'all pass it. You, you dunk it. What the hell did the damn hot machine come in? And, and yeah, it's, it's just pure greed. I, I don't understand it. And, and uh, the whole loot box thing and all of that, uh, that's what annoys me. But the other stuff does not because you don't have to buy that. Right. And that's true. I mean, that's my one thing about that stuff that I'm not like, it's like if it were like a, a pay to play type of deal um, that would. Well, I mean, but don't get me wrong, though, too, because Destiny did that where you would have these new DLCs and these uh, these things that would come out and it would lock people out behind a paywall. So they couldn't even get like yeah, some of the new nice. weapons and stuff like that. It's like, look, that's not that's not fair to you. Not, not everybody can afford it. You shouldn't then, you know, cause now these people that were able to afford it have an advantage uh, on the game and they have these weapons or they have access to armor that you can't get. Uh, that's when I really have an issue with it. I think it's crazy that people put in a bunch of money uh, to do that but I think it's you know it's kind of easier you know not easier said than done but I, I know for me anyway like I, like if it's digital, like it's easier for me to spend money on something digital. I never see the cash. I never actually see the, you know what I mean? Like, I just have this this item. Yeah. You know, it's so easy. It's so convenient. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I think that, like, ties into the whole aspect of, um, you know, when you pay, for, pay to play and when you're paying for a game, like, where you have an advantage over somebody who's not paying for it, I think that's where... Yeah. Companies need to draw the line because you're not just paying for the aesthetic. You're paying to be better than the other person. And I think that that leaves an unfair advantage where in the gaming realm, like technically all of us meet on the, you know, the same playing field. Nobody should technically have an advantage over another person. You know, we're all equal there. But once you start adding that pay to play factor where, oh, I can buy the better gun, I can buy the better character uh you know i can buy better this and that then it suddenly becomes this like dynamic where well i have more money so automatically i'm better in the game than you who just has the base game and can't afford anything extra yeah see that's why i just i just i just stream minesweeper every day it's you know no you don't (laughs) no you don't 
There's no bias on that. There's no bias or anything on that. No no loot skins, no DLCs. I said loot skins. Loot skins isn't a thing. Loot boxes. Uh, yeah, no, no. That is, and, and that's true, man. And I get it. People got to, you know, they're a big company. They've got to pay pay people out, uh, this and that. It just seems like they're no, always. come on now. What? Come on, hold up, hold up, what? hold up. I'm not going to let you go there. What? I'm not going to let you do that because that's the garbage that they do. What these companies like? Well, we have to, we have to have, we have to make a living, and we no, have no, to I'm not, to I'm not condoning, I'm not condoning what they've right. done as far as, as far as with that stuff. What I, it's, it's, I understand that they, they have that stuff, but they're making, yeah, I'm saying their profits are ridiculous, and, and we're talking about, and yeah. a lot of this stuff too is coming from, you know, uh, like free games where it's like, oh yeah, everybody has access to this, but we have microtransactions all through, throughout it. Uh, yeah. You know, they're making their money, and they're making a lot of money uh doing it so there is yeah like it's it's just the type of company they've they've it's it's just sad that they've gone away from being about the quality of game that people are getting the quality of games that people are getting and it's just about all right you know we've got to let's push this game out uh it's gonna have all the microtransactions and uh, why is that that is so hard to say microtransactions <laughs> and and no, and we'll somebody, make money somebody back. typed in the chat michael yeah i saw that i'm not saying am i saying crazy things <laughs> <laughs> michael transactions <laughs> oh man <laughs> Oh my gosh, oh, you guys, God. you guys are so. Michael mm. <laughs> <laughs> transaction. Yeah, that is funny. Though. It's such a hard word; it shouldn't even be used. Yeah, it's kind of like a. Exactly. Oh, there's another word that's like that too, where Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire sauce. Oh yeah, Worcestershire sauce. Or whatever. <laughs> I don't even know what. Yeah, am I not saying is it Worcestershire? I thought it was Worcestershire. I have no. Well, idea. see, here's the thing. I've heard it pronounced. The way it that we would read it, Worcestershire, Worcestershire or whatever, it's supposedly just Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcestershire sauce? That's what's no, nuts. shut up. It's just Worcestershire. <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's a city, there's a city on the East Coast named Worcestershire. I want to say it's in New York or something like that. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> like, sure? like, like, let me look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds. If- hey, I'm a wrestling fan. Right. I've, I've seen that Monday Night Raw from that location multiple times, and oh. I, I swear to you, they say Woosher. Okay, yeah, no, check it out. That is that would be interesting. <laughs> we've all probably been saying it wrong. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is there anything else that you guys wanted to uh, talk about? I can't remember. I think we talked about it a little bit. How the Metarama uh, Music and Gaming Festival that was supposed to be coming out uh, to Vegas in October got canceled. Um, they just really? Yeah, yeah. It was gonna be. It's. Uh, it would have been the first the of its one time. that had like Ninja and Skrillex a, and stuff. Right? A bunch of huge names. Yeah, both musically yeah. and in gaming. It got canceled. Um, I don't wow. think they had the ticket sales. Uh, I think they were lacking a little bit on sponsorships and stuff. Uh, th- that really sucks though, because I was really looking forward to that. Uh, you know, I was like, oh, that yeah. sounds interesting. You know what I mean? Something that hasn't been done before. I think I'm hoping. Oh yeah. You know, I'm 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 hoping that it does end up coming back at some point in time, or they're able to get it together. I just don't know why. I figured it would have been a huge event, and a lot of people would have uh, uh, been. I think it, part of it might have been the cost because I saw the cost of some of those tickets, mm-hmm. and it's like I I've been to quite a few different music concerts, and you know I've I've done everything from like front row seats all the way to like hey I'm sitting on the lawn. And, you know, and I've done like the big music festivals like that. And they did not compare in the price of the the music festival 
uh, what what Metarama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I want to say the tickets were at over three hundred. Ah, which to me is is yeah. I want to say that might have been how much they were. That's which to me, and it was like what a two day event. Yeah, two day event. Yeah, that's too much. Three bucks. Oof. Yeah, that is. You know what? Yeah, this actually. This actually uh, bumps up against my backup topic if we got time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because I'm pretty sure both of you, I'm pretty sure both of you can uh, have some input to this. Cons. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on them, especially something like you know, since we're all Twitch streamers, do you encourage people to try to make it out to TwitchCon or any of these other gaming events and stuff like that? What's what's your take behind that? Go ahead, Flex. Okay, uh, so a couple things because I've been to your anime conventions, gaming conventions. I'm, I'm a uh, con goer at heart, mm. uh, so I've been to quite a variety of different conventions, and I think it's a really fun social experience. And if you have the money, don't ever go if you don't have the money because you're mm. just gonna be an ass. Like, you're gonna make yep. an ass out of yourself because you can't afford to do anything there. But you know. If you have the money and you have the time, go to a convention. It is such a cool experience because you're suddenly sent like you're you're surrounded by room, a building, a whole area of people that all like the same thing you do. And I mean, what's not to right. love to find people that you like even in this own podcast, you know, we all love the same stuff. We all love video games. And that's cool that you can connect with people. And sometimes too, like you don't have that uh that pleasure of doing that. Uh, in person, but a convention gives you the opportunity to do so. And I think there's a lot of room for networking as well from a professional standpoint. Um, I know, at least from gaming, specifically with fighting games, it's a huge way to network and to meet people and to, uh, you know, get, get exchange Twitter handles and, like, you know, learn right. different techniques and stuff like that. So I think from networking standpoint, absolutely. From a socializing standpoint, absolutely. And plus, you can buy some pretty cool stuff there. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I agree 100%. Again, I am less experienced in going to cons. Um, really, the only one... like so, so, I've gone to a convention. Or I've been going to a convention. I usually go to the National Association of Broadcasters Convention, which is out here in Las Vegas. And I never really think about like it. Sounds like dirty stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, yeah. Hey, I, need, oh, I, need you to, I need you to do something real quick. What, maybe. What's, what's I need up? you to change... Take Flex's name and put it down next to you because you're definitely flexing right now. Hey, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love that. Like, I love that stuff. And that's like a, that is a nerd, like broadcasting, like technology, like convention. It is fun. Uh, It's awesome. You get to see all kinds of new technology that's coming out. Uh, A lot of it, though, at the time, you know, I was in uh, uh, broadcast news. uh, So my focus was more on things and tools for that. But the last time I went, I really started looking more at um, like streaming stuff and whatnot. And I definitely seeing a shift. Uh, excuse me, from vendors that are there and stuff like that, a shift into more streaming, uh, talking about different streaming platforms, different ways to do it. It is definitely swinging and shifting uh, into that realm, which is fantastic. I've been saying it for years that 
TV broadcast needs to needs to get up with the times and they need to get on the digital stuff. Uh, now that you know, now that I'm at the new gig, which is a newspaper, they're actually ahead of the curve because they were humbled, uh, you know, a lot earlier than TV broadcast or, or broadcast TV. You know what I mean? Because uh, people are like, oh, newspapers are dying, this or that. You know, they had to restructure. They had to go back, look at what they were doing and say, we got to get with the times. So they're now ahead of the curve right. on uh, these digital. Digital, uh, digital platforms and digital, you know, delivering stuff digitally, uh, which is exciting. That is the future. People have phones in their hands all the time. They got all kinds of devices everywhere. You'd be a fool not to get up on this. Uh, I, I think it's fantastic. So, so you know, we, I, we, you know, I get, I went to that, uh, and I've always done, you know, some uh, meeting vendors, meeting people, doing the networking stuff. TwitchCon last year was the first time I had ever gone to a convention uh, like that, and I completely did it wrong. <laughs> I, I, I put your dicks. <laughs> oh no! Let me tell you. Let me tell you what my experience oh, was. Yeah, so I get in Thursday. First off, I, I have I had to get a hotel for Thursday, but then I was in an Airbnb Friday and Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. Uh, so, you know, I, I do that. I'm, so it's a good, like, 15-minute drive outside of town. That's fine. I, I end up, you know, I'm Ubering and, and, and using that stuff and whatnot. Uh, I end up linking up with, uh, this is where I linked up with Retrolag, uh, Lagboot. We all met up at this one place. N- mind you, I went solo, so I'm there solo. I don't really know anybody, uh, you know, and I just recognize them. I recognize them because of uh, some of the, the community stuff, the Facebook communities and stuff like that is how I recognize them. So, you know, we started jibber-jabbing and whatnot, and like I, I tell you, like, we're, we are we are friends for life now. Uh, the experience that we had uh, together, being able to hang out in real life uh, was was, was freaking amazing that Friday right so I had to leave the hotel at like 10 uh, but I can't check into the Airbnb until like 3 so I'm trying to hit up this dude because I got my I've got my uh, my suitcase and and this and that and I'm just not my suitcase but my uh, is that what they call it suitcases um, uh, yeah 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 my luggage I have my luggage with me and stuff like that I didn't realize I, I, I totally went blank there I didn't realize that they had a place uh, that you could actually uh, drop off like luggage and stuff so I contact the Airbnb guy I'm like hey man is there any way I can get in early just to drop off my luggage I, I gotta go back to the convention uh, which by the way I, I saw 50 shades of paint and her husband randomly uh, while I'm waiting for my Uber uh, so I got to meet her even though that was the only time that I saw her uh, I at least got to meet them and whatnot nice. um, so you know I go drop the stuff off I come back and because of Thursday and I got in a little late I was probably like a half hour uh, away from getting my uh, ticket uh, Thursday night, they closed the line at seven thirty, even though it said it was going to stop at eight. And and I'm, um, you know, we go out, we party and hang out. We I ate a bunch of food later that night. Um, and uh, uh, oh, dang it, I'm, I'm sitting here. I got off. I got off. I got way too off track there. Um, but yeah. <laughs> So you, I go you, back. You were, you were trying to get rid of your bags. Yeah. Okay. So I, I was able to do that. By the time I get back, uh, line gate has happened. I am stuck in line. I sat in that line for like five hours. I got back at like oh. noon and I sat in the sun for like five hours. Literally so bad. I was like, I was getting jelly legs. I was like, please, I cannot be that guy that passes out in line and they got to get an amb- ambulance. And I'm going to look like an idiot. Like, <laughs> oh, that's no. why, why is that going through my head? Instead of, you know, they finally start giving out water and stuff like that. In 
in line for like five hours. So I don't get into Friday's convention until like five o'clock. They extended it a little bit. Uh, but again, you know, that, that, uh, you know, that sucked. I didn't, so I lost, I basically lost Friday. Uh, but we ended up going to the Twitch party and hanging out. We had a great night again, you know, having those experiences with people, uh, and, and these people that I've met online and whatnot. Saturday, I got a full day in, uh, you know, I did things, did all the stuff Sunday. I didn't realize I'm an idiot. I booked my flight for like noon. So Sunday, I completely, I didn't even get to go to the convention on Sunday, even though I paid for it. I'm such an idiot. I was just like, what am I doing? Like, it was my first time. Like, I didn't know what I was doing. Everything was crazy. Uh, so that sucked. Uh, but all in all, I, I, I loved it. This year, I'm doing it right. Okay, I'm doing it right. <laughs> I am not going to make the same mistakes. I am going to get it in. I want to talk to people. Uh, I want to, you know, do more hanging out and stuff like that. I want to go and, and speak with the vendors or see what, you know what I mean? Or not the vendors, but, uh, you know, some of the people that are there that, uh, you know, I don't know, just jibber jab and, and try to try to see what we can uh, what we can do. I want to do some shooting. I know that um, I had spoken with uh, Lily Payne shots. about, huh? No, no. I, shots? Shots? More, more shots? Ooh, I can't. Like, I can't even think about it. I need one. <laughs> we're supposed to go do a, a cosplay shoot with uh, Lily Payne while we're out there. A uh, bunch of pe- uh, people from the committee uh, are going to be out there. We're staying in the same house. We got an Airbnb and stuff like that. So, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a completely different experience. I'm super excited about it. Um, so... Yeah, that's kind of yeah. I think I think uh, I, I I say yes, absolutely yes to conventions uh, if you're able to go. I want to go to more and do more of them. Uh, just you know, so I can so I can catch up and link up with some other people and, and speak to other other things and stuff like that. It's a it's a fantastic experience. I highly recommend them. Nice. Yes. Yes. Uh, I think that about. Uh, I think that's gonna gonna wrap us up. Right there, guys. Again, thank you guys so much, Flexus, uh, Tash, for being here. Oh, uh, yeah. Those were those were awesome. Uh, this was this was Been a lot a of fun. pleasure. Yeah, I think this was a good twentieth uh, episode. Um, yeah. You know, we'll, we'll keep them coming again. We uh, we will we record today and set, uh, Sundays, and then we drop release on Mondays. Check it out. Apple, Stitcher TV, Stitcher, Stitcher TV, Stitcher Radio, uh, Podbean, yes. all that good stuff and whatnot. Uh, so check that stuff out, guys. Uh, go check out uh, Flexus, twitch.tv slash Flexus, two S's, two underscores, <laughs> flex on them, girl. And then we got, whoops, and then we got my mans over here, Tashier Gaming, or Games. I'm just making up stuff now, guys. Check them out. Check them out on the socials. They're on the Twitters, the Instagrams, all that stuff. And of course, you can see me right here at Smitty2447. Thank you guys again. This has been a fantastic recording. Uh, Have a great week.